Last time on Odyssey. Having stolen their old tour bus, the Space Shuttle Challenger, from a museum, the Aldrin's band members James Lamb, Allison Taylor, and Charlotte Greenman, along with their traveling companions M05 the Robot, Thorn the Party Animal, Starlet the ex-McDonald's employee, and Jeeves the Robot Chauffeur, arrived on what is sort of a space cruise ship called the Miss Jackson 000H. There's like all sorts of uh, decks of this ship that have like pretty much every sort of entertainment kind of thing that you can imagine. They made their way to a safe house that had been arranged by Charlotte's lawyer, Darth Maul Goodman, and found out what he claimed to be a safe house was actually a rehab facility. Hey, is this place like some sort of rehab? You you see him like not know how to answer the question um, directly. It's not a nudist colony, is it? <laughs> no, uh, not at all. What kind uh, of drugs I, do you have on offer? <laughs> I believe your your first assessment was uh, correct. Yo, what the fuck? The rehab owner claimed to have tiny drones that monitored patients at all times. And he kind of uh, lifts up a hand and you see like a little uh, drone that's about the size of uh, a bottle cap. Like, you know, come around the corner. It's just kind of flying around. Pissed off at having to give up all of her drugs, Charlotte retreated to her room in their little temporary rehab house, while James and Allison went looking for a way to hack the monitor drones and reprogram them. How are we going to plan our you-know-whats if they're listening to us talk about you-know-what? You're funny, James. We're going to go ask where the cafeteria is. Because if we have this little house, I don't see any... I'm going to glance around and be like, I don't see any Coke. I would like a Coke. Let's go find the cafeteria and find a Coke. I don't think they allow Coke here. Oh. Pepsi then. Yeah. You don't think they watch us in the shower, do they? What they learned was that the drones weren't uploading their footage to a server of analysts or spies, but rather the drones themselves were internally storing the footage, analyzing everything themselves, and they alone would determine whether a patient was clean enough to leave the rehab facility. It does vary um, per person from time to time, but uh, we have the the utmost technology here to, to know when when people are detoxified, and also we, we have a way of... Um, doing very uh, passive psych evaluations to, to determine one's um, level of uh, being back on the wagon, so to speak. But nevertheless, they decided to take some drone parts and tools back to Charlie so she could study them. During their search, they also discovered some mysterious two-dimensional person that looked like a sticker or a tattoo. It jumped onto Allison's arm, went up through her shirt, and disappeared around her face area like some little demon creature. Hey, cool! I have a moving tattoo! Yes, it looks like a moving tattoo of uh, of a person. Like, kind of seen from the top down. Um, it goes up her arm and then it like would go like sort of under her sleeve. <laughs> I think I'm being raped by a tattoo! <laughs> it's on your face! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Charlie was back in her room, dealing with some demons of her own. Um, I'm taking my knife and I'm cutting my bedding into long strips, and she the entire time is going, these fucking motherfuckers, they don't fucking understand this fucking life. These motherfuckers, they don't fucking, this is not gonna fucking work. This is gonna fucking work. This is gonna fucking work for me. This is gonna fucking, I promise me something. You fucking promised me! 
And she's going to just keep uh, cutting it into strips and uh, and tying it into a long rope. Ladies and gentlemen, the Aldrins. So, uh, James Lamb and Allison, you are um, walking back from the sort of main office building across the courtyard. You see, like, all the tennis courts. I almost said tennis tables. That would be uh, a very different kind of scene <laughs> going on. But uh, I, actually, I'll assume there's tennis tables as well, but, uh, but mainly tennis courts. I would assume the tennis tables would be inside a building. <laughs> Maybe not. It's a space station. There's no rain. Yeah. In fact, there's uh, there's tennis tables in the middle of the tennis courts, and so like the tennis players have to play over, like they have to lob like straight over the the, the ping pong players. It's tennis inception. <laughs> yeah. What happens if the tennis ball hits on the opposite side of the ping pong table? Um, that's called a triple double, and like it gets you a million points. <laughs> Isn't that what they drink in Canada? I have no idea. <laughs> no. Uh, what? A triple-double is when you get double digits on three different stat lines in basketball. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh, no wonder I don't know what it is. Holy shit, it was a basketball term? How did I even, like, know that word? <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, you're, you're walking ar- um, around all this bullshit and heading back to your condo. <laughs> What do you do? Yo, what's all that shit you got? All that shit? The bag of Pepsi? Yeah, what is that? A bag of Pepsi. I pull out a can. (laughs) You know, (laughs) drink. I didn't even realize you found any. (laughs) I was, all this time, we were heading back through these tennis courts, I was still on the lookout, lookout for like a machine or something. I'm sorry, all I can imagine right now is the D&D font and bag of Pepsi, wondrous item. (laughs) (laughs) Description is a bag full of Pepsi. Yo, where did Charlie get off to? I I assume Charlie went up to her room just to, I don't know. You mean our room. I can't believe that they're expecting us to share a room with some fucking withdrawal. They're expecting us to share a house. But they're separate bedrooms. Oh, for real? I thought this was like some sort of motel setup where we'd all be just stashed in the room. Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. Hey, this place ain't as bad as I thought it was. I'm glad that you're not so disappointed, I guess. I hope my door's got a lock on it. <laughs> I would think so. Um, they've got these little drones that can go everywhere, so I don't think they really need to worry about, like, having access to you. And they seem pretty lazy when it comes to, you know, 
any kind of actual psychotherapy or help for these people. Yeah, you would look around and notice that, like, all you see are the the people, like, sort of staying here. You don't see, like, any sort of staff other than the the one robot uh, pool cleaner that looks like MO5. And then you see, like, yeah, plenty of these uh, drones just kind of floating about. So since you and I don't have anything to recover from or get over or any problems, really, all we got to do is wait for Charlie to, Charlie to sober up and we are good. Yeah. Ryan's got Arby's on the brain. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know what, how they're going to, okay, so, he was saying that these little guys, these, um, drones, I'm gonna pull one out of my pocket, he's saying that these little things are, like, individually contained AI units that aren't actually, like, sending information anywhere, and they're able to, like, follow somebody and say that it's, if they're better, they're better, and they can go, I guess. So oh. there's no like central server. Wait, where did you get that one? The office. Is it dead? Well, it's not moving currently. I don't know if it's completely inactive. Yo, you think we can program these things then? Like, maybe we can just tell one that Charlie's sober and get out of here? I mean, it's possible. Or maybe, yo, what if, hmm, because we're staying here for free, right? Maybe we can just convince it that Charlie's on drugs just long enough until we're done here. And then flip the switch, you know what I'm saying? And Charlie doesn't change at all, but come and go as we please and we got free stay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. We, we could sure do that. We sh- but I was thinking, you know, Charlie's real good with this kind of electronic-y, you know, car stuff. Go see her and see if she has any ideas. And I have the, um, some other stuff I picked up. I'm trying to think if, well, if it's just drones, it's not going to matter where I pull the things out. The drones are going to know. I'll just wait till you get back to the house. All right. Yeah, and you're pretty much there. Like, uh, that conversation was long enough to walk across the, the yard there. Yo, I gotta see my setup. What if they got some sort of console in there I haven't played yet? This shit could be, like, the best thing that's ever happened to us. Uh, if they got a super nest up there, I may want to stay here for a while, you know what I'm saying? What year did you leave Florida again? Yeah, the Super NES didn't exist. NES didn't exist. No, NES had just come out. Like, it, it's mm. like a year old at that point. Neither did Mountain Dew Code Red. We've been inventing in space. <laughs> but that's like a logical, like, extension from, from Mountain Dew. Like, you'd have no idea that, oh, NES will have Super NES. <laughs> You'd probably think it'd be like NES 2600 or 2800. Nah, dude, considering the Mario Brothers, I think that 100% Super NES makes sense. Alright, we're establishing it now. Super <laughs> NES exists in, uh, in the Great Attractor Galaxy. Oh good, I'm so glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Important plot point. GameCube is a, a gay, uh, is just like a way too far though. It's a bridge too far. No GameCube. What does our house look like? It's like kind of a two-story Adobe-style house with a terracotta roof, like all the buildings. But this is the bigger building of this area. It doesn't look so bad from the outside. Right. Well, let's take a look. See, I'm gonna swing the door open. 
<laughs> Did I not need to add Foley there? <laughs> Sorry, Allison. Yeah, I don't know where Charlie ran off to. I'm just struggling because I'm like, we've been to this house. We've already walked in and like looked around this house. And yet James is acting like he's never fucking seen the place. Yeah. I'm confused. Uh, I don't remember coming here. <laughs> it was last night. We <laughs> talked to the guy in the in the main building and then he walked away and then Charlie was running around with her trying to catch her thing in the coat and then she's like I'm going to the, our place. And no, that was in this like, house. That was that was in this house. He walks you <laughs> over to the house. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. We Are you okay? <laughs> what? Yo, I think I've been here. Shit. Remember when I said that shit made me high cuz it got an AC or something? I think I'm suffering from memory loss. That's possible. It's just that every building around here looks exactly the fucking same. From the outside, but I mean like the main building's a little bit bigger and has a whole gym and a cafeteria and an office. We walk in here and this looks like a house. Give me one of them Pepsis. I need to clear my head. Like, all I can think about is Pepsi ever since you mentioned it. And... <laughs> sure, here. Have a nice cold Pepsi. Maybe that'll help. Brian, roll me a D4. <laughs> oh, God. The Pepsis are laced. Three. Okay, it is a crystal clear Pepsi. <gasps> <laughs> that didn't happen until 1996. <laughs> the crystal Pepsi was 1980 something, wasn't it? Nope. Oh well, we've already established uh, SNES, so I mean, this, <laughs> but let's we're, be we're honest. Crystal this. Pepsi was the obvious, uh, you know, <laughs> next incarnation of Pepsi. Like that's that's a fact. Yeah. Obvious. <laughs> I mean, who needs the brown syrup, anyway? You're right, it wasn't until 1992. I'm gonna go check up my my place. You just see what Charlie can do with that stuff. Sure. And I will go up to Charlie's room. Alright. And uh, also, as you're, like, walking up the stairs, you can um, hear MO5 and, uh, and Thorn laughing outside. <laughs> I love that. Well, at least Thorin likes this place, I guess. I assume that Charlie's room is the only one that's shut currently. Probably. <sighs> Alright. So I will knock. Get the fuck out of here! Charlie? Charlie, are you okay? You fucking heard me! I didn't fucking stutter! Oh, Charlie, uh... I brought you a Pepsi. I don't want a fucking Pepsi! I am going to try to open the door. And find that it's locked, I assume. Charlie, Charlie, just let me in. I, it, it wasn't me. I didn't... I didn't bring us here. But I want to help you if I can. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. We're, we're trying to make that... Goodman guy. We're trying to make him happy, right? So we can get out of here? You fucking lied to me. I know, honey. 
I know it really hurts to be betrayed like that by someone you thought you could trust. I don't have fucking anything anymore! Well, I'm willing to share what I have. Can, can I just come in, please? I will enter the room, see the torn up sheets. It's, it's not the end of the world, you know. We're still here. We already, already saw the end of the fucking world. Yeah, we did. But we survived. So we're fucking awesome. How is it not the end of the fucking world? This is, this is how I fucking cope. This is how I can be someone. You don't have to just constantly imbibe all of the things. You're someone to me without all that. There's a hole, Allison, and I'm just tired. I know. They say that you don't remember the hypersleep, but I feel so fucking old. Yeah. I understand. We've definitely lived longer than any humans should. I will slide down next to you and just kind of um, side by side, that kind of like one arm hug over your shoulders. Well, they don't have a fucking super nest, but I... James, read the fucking room. Oh. She's having a lady time. <laughs> I'm going to throw a can of Pepsi at James. Alright, uh, make a shooting roll. <laughs> and James, what's your uh, parry? Two. That's a 15 minus 2. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I, I think you might have to roll damage on that one. That one's like too high of a hit to, to not. So uh, I would say that that's a um, probably a d6. Oh jeez. <laughs> that's a 5. <laughs> What's your toughness, James? 6 parentheses 1. Okay, you're lucky. <laughs> it, like, hits you right in the center of the chest. And, uh, kind of knocks the wind out of you, but it doesn't, like, give you a wound or anything. <coughs> Yo, what the fuck? Charlie is having a very rough time right now. Yo, what happened to your bed, homie? Charlie is having... A really rough time right now. Yo, this place is that bad? You'll never fucking get it, man. That cat that was walking out when we got here said it was a shit place. I didn't know what he meant by that, but... It's not like this to begin with, James. Go look at one of the other rooms. Oh. Oh. I'll start having some memories of old times and then I'll kind of slump to the floor. <laughs> Uh Yeah. So what are we gonna do? 
You think we're gonna stay here? Or? I can't stay here. You got any alternatives? No. Yes. One. Charlie, that is not an alternative. No, we don't have any alternatives. Listen, Charlie, you are beautiful. You are smart and you're amazing in your song lyrics and in your driving and it's gonna be rough for a little bit but we're gonna try to get out of here as quickly as we can okay I have a plan okay yo what do you want homie like when you get off drugs and shit, like, what's what's that do to you if you say you got nothing left to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, isn't there anything you want to do that would keep you going? I don't know, James. I mean, we were going to go kill that motherfucker. Hey, can you make uh, revenge on our manager some sort of life goal or something? <laughs> I mean... I wouldn't mind, you know. Here's the thing, Charlie, and don't you ever remind me that I fucking said this, but... I mean, I'd miss you if you was gone, you know what I'm saying? I'd... I was fucking... doing that shit with rhyme crimes and hanging with that crew and... acting like everything was good, but... never was the same, you know? Like... I hated collaborating with you and the fucking rhyme crimes. We would all just write our own shit and throw it over a beat and call it. That was a song, but. I only resent you because you made us famous. I thought I did, you know? I acted like I did. I told you guys over and over that I made us famous, but. Ever since I started rhyme crimes, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to say is that I think there was a secret sauce in our collaboration. Nobody fucking listens to rhyme crimes. The only reason is because we get radio play. It's forced into people's fucking ears, but our album sales have been shit. You serious? I, I just, I couldn't figure it out. But deep down, I know what it is. And I know it's that I, I, I couldn't do it once you guys were gone. I couldn't replicate that. I'm sorry, James. I get full of myself, you know? Like, maybe it's because I didn't have a fucking dad growing up or some shit, but. I thought that maybe. I could just do it on my own and become a man and fucking. make somebody proud of me. I don't know who. My mom? She's fucking dead. I still don't think I've ever gotten over that. My crew back on Earth? I try to replace them with these aliens up in space, and it's just not the same. You guys are gone. I think all my millions and my fortune and my striving for fame was just a replacement to try and not think about everything I lost and feeling fucking alone all the time, you know what I'm saying? I never thought I'd feel that, because you pissed me off all the time, but it left a void when you broke up with me and... 
I would just be sick if you were gone, you know. Right after you finish that heartfelt statement, um, you hear another uproarious set of laughter from outside the glass doors on the patio. (laughs) Well, at least somebody's enjoying our stay. I need a fucking cigarette. Does anybody else need a fucking cigarette? I wish they had a lot of drinks up in here. Same. As you mentioned drinks, like, you, like, can't help but look up towards like the 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 little drones kind of following you guys around they're they're really right now just kind of uh, centered around like the kind of intermediate spot between you three and just filling up the the space and kind of just like slowly kind of bobbing up and down within a couple of feet from you guys can you excuse me for a moment i have to to use the restroom. Sure. You're not going to take your sheets with you, are you? No. No, James, I won't. I'll be back. Just, I need a minute. And she'll walk out of the room and actually go into the restroom. Yo, Allison. Yeah? These things are really irritating. I know. I'm fucking pouring my heart out, and they're all up in my face. <laughs> they're, um... Well, I pull out the book. Because here, I'm hoping that Charlie will get to a point where we can figure this out. I'm not real good with electronics. Do you want to take a look? Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm probably better with electronics than I am with people, like... I've only ever seen Charlie this low maybe once or twice. This is, like, real bad. I know. Like, should we actually leave her alone in that bathroom? You think you should check on her? I'm... yeah. I'll go check on her in a little bit. We'll give her a few minutes, though. I don't... Short of offering her whatever drug she wants, I don't know how to get her out of there right now. The door slides open. Alright, dipshits, what's the fucking plan? Charlie? Okay, um, so... Hold on. Wait. Maybe I don't want to know this. But... Did you stash something in your prison pocket? (laughs) James... And she'll uh, put a hand on his shoulder and she'll say, I don't know if anything's going to change, but I really appreciate what you said. Now let's fucking get a plan together that isn't cobbled by your dumbass. Hey, if it's any motivation to never get suicidal again, just think about me saying that shit. And as long as you stay alive, you'll never have to hear me talk like that again. (laughs) fair point so what's your plan Allison so I went and found out about these little drone things in the office they had a whole stack of them there was this I'm going to pull out the toolkit and this and I'm going to show the uh, instruction manual and I'm shit 
when it comes to figuring out electronic-y stuff. But you're amazing. And I think you can probably figure out what to do with this. Alright. Well, let me give me, uh... Give me a second. And I would like to just uh, peruse everything so that I can figure out that they're not on some sort of a network, that they're, like, individually programmed to do things. All right, so um, roll me an electronics. Um, that is going to be a five. Okay. So um, one of the first glaring things that... Um, that juts out at you about this manual for these things is um, it states that it's a, um, a repair manual for mobile votive self-suspending platform and uh, <laughs> do you know what motives are or votives give me a brief synopsis please okay so you know those little tiny candles yep Yep. As soon as you see that, you you put two and two together that these things are actually just like little flying candle holders. So they 100% are doing absolutely nothing. That's right. What the fuck? That's hilarious. <laughs> this place is even more useless than I thought. Guys, I... I need to call Darth Maul because I doubted him and I really think that he might come through. What? Why? Well, we made a deal and he said that so long as I was careful he would send a care package. And I doubted that at first. What's a care package? A little bit of booze, a little bit of weed. Anything harder and I'm supposed to be abstaining and I think that that's a good idea. Oh. But I'm not gonna go cold turkey, because that's, well, that's what the kids would call bullshit. Where do you usually keep your phone, Charlie? Um, in her pocket, probably. Alright, um, around this time you, uh, feel it start to, do you usually keep your ringer on or just on vibrate? On vibrate, and I'd like to mention that, uh, Charlie wears, uh, men's pants, which is why she can fit her giant phone in her pocket. Okay. So, yeah, this thing uh, starts vibrating. I'll pull it out. All right. And uh, you see that it's a call from um, from Jeeves. What? Uh, where where are you guys? I woke up from the, the hyperpod and everyone, everyone's gone. I'm still really tired, too. I think Starlet, my pod Starlet, was kind of broken. Starlet, Starlet, oh shit. <gasps> um, I'm in rehab, and... Rehab? Yeah. Uh, man, how how long was I out? And, um, you can hear Jeeves in the background explain, like, only a few hours. Well, I guess we go get Starlet. We're allowed to leave, right? True, I guess. Wait. So should I like stay, stay here, or like do you want yes. me to come? Where you please, are you allowed no, to leave? No, please stay. No, please stay there. We're going to come to you, Starlet. I have a thought, and um, Charlie is going to uh, hang up the phone with Starlet, and she's going to log into her banking app. 
All right. Is there anything in there? Um, you're locked out of it. It um, doesn't recognize you as the um, proper user. Oh, fuck. Sorry. I'll go for the uh, fucking Bemo Harris one under Samantha Storm's name. Okay. Yeah, um, you pull that one up, and um, there is um, not a whole lot in there. Like, some good, like, just kind of walking around money and stuff. But um, but it's it's enough to kind of get some stuff. I have money, guys. Wait, what? I thought you said you didn't have anything. Darth Maul came through. Yo, you didn't say this care package would have money in it. Well, I'm... Kind of fucking useless, if you haven't noticed. But I'm working on it. How much money we're talking? You gonna be able to get us uh, travel, supplies? Yeah, we'll be able to, you know, set ourselves up a little bit. Maybe a super nest. We will get you a super nest, James. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I've been trying to tell you, Charlie. Life is worth fucking living. I want to play Killer Instinct, though. None of that Street Fighter shit. <laughs> Yo, is that the Animal Fight game? Kind of. Good, because I am so tired of Prison Bomber. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking of Primal Instinct, Brian. <laughs> Editor's note, Primal Rage. Oh, yep. <laughs> I knew that he did not have the right game, but it didn't matter to <laughs> no. me. At least he didn't say that. Is that the one with Sharon Stone? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one with Sharon Stone's crotch? <laughs> All right. So we have a little bit of money. We got to go get Starlet. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> she must have found a good corner of the bus because I totally forgot she was there. Yeah. Um. Why don't you lead the way, Allison? Sure. As uh, you three are walking down the stairs, roll notice checks for me. The house is on fire. It's a six. Four. Nine. Uh, yeah, coming down the stairs, you all three notice Thorn and MO5 are just like giggling up a storm and like kind of running in um, tight little circles kind of off to the side of the pool and um, you see them like constantly like kind of poking down at something on the ground and then like kind of jumping back like something startled them like uh, like when you see like uh, dogs trying to play with a snake or something and uh, they're just doing that and uh, repeatedly and like giggling their asses off yo come on douchebags we're going to the bus we're gonna get ourselves a fucking super nest, you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait! You, you gotta come check this out. This is this is crazy. I don't I don't know what this is. Crazier than a super nest? I'll walk over. All right, and you uh, slide the glass door and walk out, and um, you see this like odd little kind of flat blur on the ground, like um, run out from under their feet and then like go like towards the the bushes. Is it the tattoo thing? Why don't you go and take a look? I'm scared. <laughs> he doesn't want the, the tattoo man to rape him. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. It's like a flat little thing on the ground. Like, it, it's like, I, I don't know. What would you say it is, MO5? 
I have no idea, but I love it. Flat. I would like to have one full time. Yo, Allison. Allison. Yeah, what? I think it's that thing again. You'll have to be more specific. The thing that crawled up your fucking arm. Oh, the rapey sticker thing. <laughs> okay. Did it get on you? No, it went into the bushes. Weird. Well, at least it didn't get you, I guess. I'll bend down and start rummaging through the bushes. Can I ask what the rapey sticker thing is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so in the front office area, there is this person that looked like a sticker that was like running around on the desk. And so I tried to catch it and then it got on me and it ran up my arm and then James told me it was on my face and then it disappeared. Now, I'm not going to say that you might have gotten what was coming to you because you first assaulted this thing, but that is not as rapey as I was thinking. Listen, if I climbed in her shirt, would you call me rapey? <laughs> no, that's a good point. That's pretty rapey. That's definitely rapey. She didn't say anything <laughs> about shirt. She said arm and then face. Like the shirt yeah, part, well, real rapey. Okay, no. Yeah, we should probably it ran in my shirt. Yeah, oh yeah, no, fuck this thing. I don't know if it just disappeared or if it's like, you know, living in my head now. God, I hope it's not living in my head now. What if it laid eggs in your head? Uh! Yo, you're making me second guess my doing this. I think it's in here somewhere. James, it'll be fine. Whatever it is, it is real, it is tangible, we can do something about it. Well, hold up. Hold what up happens? What? I'm <laughs> okay, so you're going through the bushes there. Um, roll a notice check for me. Five. Alright, so, uh, yeah, you, you're looking through there, and then all of a sudden you see, um, see a glimpse of it, and, um, it looks different than the, the one you saw earlier. This one, um, like, instead of, uh, having more dark colors to it, has more light colors to it, um, kind of, like, uh, white around the center, and then, um, kind of, uh, khaki color on the outside, and then as you go to try to, um, grab it, it, like, goes across the ground again, uh, this time towards the pool. It's pretty fast, too. Shit, shit! I'm gonna jump up and start running after it. Alright. Um, make an athletics check. Five. Alright, so, um, yeah, you don't quite get there, uh, fast enough, and it, um, darts off the, the edge of the patio and it's now like in the pool on the water and you see it like just going on the surface of the water and you can tell like where the the water like ripples this whole thing it stays flat but ripples with the water but still retains its look as it's like rippling if you look like down into the water it makes like a weird sort of um like picture on the bottom of the pool that um kind of looks like the thing you see on the top of the water but almost like if that was like a piece of stained glass and like if you shine light through it and then on the bottom of the pool it just like has that same image but in reverse and just like kind of magnified yo check it out i will walk over and check it out 
<laughs> and it's like um, just like darting across the the pool surface, and then um, about like halfway through, it like changes direction, and then um, goes that way for a few feet, and then changes direction again to its uh, original like direction it was going. And are there it's going towards the other end of the pool? Are there any uh, prior residents around us? Uh, not in your yard, but um, kind of off into the adjacent um, adjacents <laughs> adjacent um, dwellings and stuff. There's uh, kind of people around their patios and stuff. Oh, this is and they're getting a pool. kick out of watching you guys. Uh, yeah, there's like the main community pool in the big courtyard, but then this building and several other dwellings have private pools as well. But you guys got the biggest one. Are we sectioned off by fences? Yep, there's a, a fence. It's like just a little, you know two two and a half foot tall picket fence but yeah there's fences i'll call to the neighbors that are laughing at us yo you <laughs> ever seen any sort of like rapey sticker things running around <laughs> rapey sticker things what are you talking about man they look like little video game characters or some shit but they run around real fast and they can climb on you hey come on let's check this out and like he kind of motions over to the other person he's with and um he's like walking over and about to like step over the fence and um he's reaches into his pocket and um takes out a pack of cigarettes and starts like slapping it on his hand to pack them down and he's doing this as he's walking over to you guys so what now it's in the bottom of the fucking pool he looks in the pool he's like oh what do you think of that (laughs) and he looks over to the other guy and the other guy's like I think I've seen one of those before, but, like, that's that's weird. I wouldn't touch it. Yo, how long you cats been here? Oh, shit, man. I've been here, like, like five, maybe six weeks or so. You've been here six weeks and you never seen one of these things? Yo, she had one crawl up her arm. Whoa. What was that like? What did it feel like? It didn't feel like anything. I saw it, but, like, you didn't feel anything on your arm. It was weird. Yeah, man, I've seen one of those before, and, uh, yeah, I didn't think anything of it. It kind of freaked me out. Like, and, and plus, I was going through some stuff, and, uh, yeah, right. that's, that's strange. Oh, there it goes. It's it's going off. It's, it's out of the pool. It, it, like, runs over into the next yard over. Not the one that they come from, but the one on the other side. Can I get one of your cigarettes, please? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, here, let me open it up. And he takes the little cellophane thing off of there and then um, opens the flap and extends it towards you. She uh, greedily lights it up. like it's, uh, <laughs> Almost as though it's like a pack of heroin and it's just like something to put into her body for the first time in forever, even though it's only been a couple of hours. So do they, like, provide cigarettes even though you're supposed to be clean here? I mean, you can get cigarettes, like, anywhere, yo. Had you ever been to rehab? Um, no. I've never needed to. Cigarettes are everywhere here. Of course they are. It's how you get off of things with a new addiction. People run marathons and do a lot of push-ups and uh, get uh, lung cancer. I'm going to step away just a couple steps and press the recording button on my earpiece and go. Recording. They try to make me go to rehab, but I said no fucking no. And let go.
Recording safe. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> well, that's... That's a song. Well, that's good. At least they don't try to take everything, everything away, I guess. Yeah, so you guys are new here, huh? Something like that. Why? Oh, it's just, I haven't noticed you before. Uh, my name's Doug. This is Twin. My name is, uh, Samantha. Samantha Storm. <laughs> That's a cool name, man. I mean... Thank you. Yeah. And you see him, like, kind of tweak out for a second. Oh, whoa. You alright? What's going on there, bud? I mean, nothing, man. No, nothing. You, um, he starts to kind of look around for the, um drone things and he sees a couple and like he almost like elaborated and he's like eh, eh, and kind of does the hand around the neck thing like nah <laughs> listen man those drones they're candle holders tell me what you want to tell me <laughs> you hear that's why they're candle holders <laughs> I'm not kidding yeah, I can show you the programming if you want are you familiar with binary? C++? It's very simple. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We have a couple of dead ones. Shit. Man, no wonder we haven't been caught yet, man. Yeah, dude. That's Wait, wait. what do you have? I mean, you know, Jackie comes around here like... You gotta share the fucking wealth. Look, I don't... I'm out right now, but, but Jackie's gonna come around later. Like, he, Oh? Jackie? Yeah. Who's Jackie? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a, you know, kind of youngish dude, like, wears a hoodie all the time, like, kind of looks rough, but he comes around here, and he, man, he lights this place up, man. Like, you know, the fucking boss hates him, but... I'm looking for a couple of speedballs, if you can find them. Shit, like, yeah, he, he'll have you covered, man, for real. Bro, and she will, like, fucking do an elaborate handshake with him. Yeah, he does it too. Like, does the he does the kid and play? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sidle up to James and be like, "Well, at least she won't be suicidal anymore." Yeah, it's the best we could hope for, I guess. So you're gonna be around here later tonight? Like, you know, I can have him come over once he comes around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is he taxing? It, it's around, you know, middle of the road. Like, you get what you need. It, it's not the cheapest stuff in the world, but, man, it does the trick, man. Especially in here. Yeah, it's... Fair enough. It's all right. Fair I, enough. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, y'all seem like pretty cool cats. <laughs> I'm gonna keep a lookout for that thing, man. That, that shit freaked me out, man. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I don't even know what to think of that thing. Right. Yeah, I'll be honest. If I uh, if I find a firearm, I'm probably gonna try and put it down. But that's beside the point. Yeah. Well, good luck with that, man. I, I haven't seen anybody packing on this whole boat. Well, you know, we got a boat or something like it. Oh, for real? Well, good luck to you. Later, homie. He sort of kind of tweaks out again and um kind of pats his buddy on the on the shoulder and they start to go back over to their their patio and uh as they're walking like twin um asked bums a cigarette off of the other guy 
Um, are you going to go through the office or like kind of go directly out to the to the street from your um, villa? We're going to go through the office. Fuck them. Okay. You uh, <laughs> you make your way into the building and um, this time there's uh, more people inside like the sort of cafeteria area. It's still more like um, guests, I, I would say. Um, but they're, uh, you know, in there making sandwiches, drinking Pepsis and such. And then there's a couple people in the uh, gym sort of working out. And then uh, once you make your way to where the lobby is in the, the front office, you see um, the door to the office wide open. And you see Dwight in there, and he's, like, looking all around that corner where all of the, uh, what you now know to be <laughs> um, robot candle holders are. And he's... Like, kind of tearing things apart, looking for something over there. <laughs> Charlie, would you have picked up all of the tools and stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, they're on my person now, and uh, she'll okay. shout over, What are you looking for, beach ball? Oh, hey! Uh, oh, I was just uh, looking for some things in the office here. I must have uh, misplaced them. Uh, I'm scatterbrained, you know, sometimes, you know how it is. Do you, do you think that, that maybe, have you checked the folds of your neck? He reaches up to his neck and feels around, nope, nothing there. And he gives you this really sarcastic smile. I like you, you, you roll with the punches. Hey, how'd you like the villa? Oh, uh, fuck your villa. <laughs> Still some work to do, I see. Okay, well, uh, you all have a nice day. Um, keep clean, keep good. And I'll be glad to see you when you get back. Bitch, I will put my motherfucking foot up your ass. Don't tell me what to fucking do. Peace! And Charlie's gonna march out. Just keep that foot clean. And he waves to you as you leave. <laughs> my foot's gonna be full of sepsis, you fat fuck! <laughs> Make sure to see Chicken Crossing the Road. <laughs> I hear really good things about it. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the show we were gonna go see. Thanks, dude. All right, and you are back, back on the street, and there are literally tons of um, things to do and places to go. And there's also the road that would lead you to the, the shuttle to meet the crew member that you forgot. <laughs> no, we need to go straight back to the shuttle first. Yeah, we gotta go check on Boris. I mean, Starlet. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> hey, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I was here boom, all on my own. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I got kind of lonely. <laughs> now I ain't seen no Boris around here. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> apples! How do you like them fucking apples? <laughs> Let's go to the aquarium. Maybe we'll see a whale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um. I love that anybody who hasn't like listened to Fillmore's Crossing will just have no reference for any of that. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> But very slow and gently. Nah, dude. Rough. No lube. <laughs> Hair pulling. You know what I mean? Like, the kind where there's, like, handprints, like, bruised into your ass when it's done. Like, yeah. 
that that's the kind of fuck them. Did I take it too far? All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Getting all hot and bothered over here. You guys are worse than that sticker thing that's been running around. <laughs> okay, so uh, you make your way back to the uh, Space Shuttle Challenger, and it's in the one of the various docking bays of this massive uh, space vessel. As soon as uh, Charlie can verify that Starlet is uh, like safe and upright, Charlie is immediately going to rush to the nearest place that has liquor and uh, go and try and buy some. Oh, hey, uh, going. Uh, should I follow you? Or good to see you, Starlet. Okay. <laughs> she starts to follow you, but like does that thing where she's not sure if she should come or not, and like does a kind of double step back, and then just decides fuck it, and then like leaps out of the out of the shuttle and then closes the door behind her and starts to follow you guys. Hey, Starlet. Uh, hi. I'm glad to see you're alive. Yeah, I, th- I feel pretty good now. Like, I think the rest did me good. Um, that was my first time in, in hypersleep, I think. Um, oh, I don't really? really do much system travel. At least I don't, I don't think I have. But, um, yeah, I, I feel fine. I do think my pod's broken, though, because it, it didn't wake me up when, when you guys woke up. So we might need to get that checked out. Yeah, we'll check it. I kind of surreptitiously looking at her where she'd been leaking starlight or whatever. Is it looking okay? Yeah, it's all healed up. Okay. Yeah, you, you would never notice now. During their conversation, so, uh, James is walking away to go talk to Jeeves. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, um, so it's like rehab, huh? Yeah, so it's kind of bullshit. Um, it's not really rehab. It's fake rehab where they're, they have candle holders that are supposed to monitor you, apparently. But anyway, so Charlie's lawyer signed us up to go here so that we would not get in trouble anymore because apparently we really fuck things up basically back on chuffed you don't say just a little <laughs> bit well i'm sure the i'm sure the drugs were only part of that issue let's be honest we had just barely escaped with our lives from a fucking exploding tube thing in the middle of a gamma ray burst like I wasn't exactly thinking straight, personally. And then, you know, when you get in those modes and you're just like, fuck it, and then you start taking drugs, it's just not great. The longer your sentence went on, the more, like, you could see her eyes just, like, start to grow really big at the wonder of this place where she's in. And you can tell that she kind of uh, lost concentration in what you were saying and is just, like, absorbing this place and taking it all in. Oh, you you really haven't ever been off Chuck before, have you? I don't remember, no. But this this place is dope. I mean, look at those water slides. And, like, that over there. And she points to this one, like, building that, like, you can't even... It's, it's just, like, a really weird casino-like thing. 
but it's like one of those weird themes that you can't quite put together like what they were really going for but it looks really cool nonetheless yeah it's it's really something here um uh, yeah so charlie has some money now that our lawyer is helping us with we could maybe try to get oh maybe we should try to get a job or something hmm anyway yeah we can just walk around and look at stuff yeah um speaking of charlie she's getting away she's moving pretty fast she'll be at a liquor store or bar or something whatever is closest yeah uh you can see her head like sort of uh, bopping up and down amongst the crowd as you're walking through the the sort of town center here um you notice that this time of day a lot of the sort of bar areas that aren't like a just normal restaurant are still kind of closed um and you see this one really like just neon um facaded place where all the neons are right now shut down but you see it says um studio 45 and it's got like a big sort of um like neon uh record that looks like it's on like a sort of funky turntable thing and uh you see that that should um be opening up uh later on in the night if you walk up and kind of look into the the windows you see that there's like you know just tons of room in this place and there's a huge stage in um in the sort of back of the room and and like the bar goes like all the way around on both sides and then just like kind of wraps around and like there's just enough room for the door to go like you literally walk through the bar to get to it i want to use my tools to try and unlock the door okay um that would be a thievery thievery okay oh five okay and before i resolve that i'll uh jump back to james All right, so uh, James and Jeeves. I'm gonna go plop down in the passenger seat. All right. What can I do for you, sir? You know, the more I've been thinking back on it, the more everything's starting to make sense. Well, I'm glad. It's always good to travel with a clear head. Although I don't believe we'll be traveling anywhere today. That's the thing though. Anytime I was going to get a clear head, it was during travel. And I feel stupid inviting you in that one time, you know what I'm saying? That's quite alright. Honestly, I appreciated the offer. Can you even appreciate things? Like, do you even have feelings? Of course I do. <sighs> I'm kind of shocked that you would ask such a thing. But I won't hold it against you. Yeah, he's still probably not as shocked as I was about this whole thing. I just feel all weird now, you know? I just, I, I felt like you were my friend, and now you're just a fucking computer, and I don't know how to process this. He kind of, um, looks down for a second and then back up to you. Couldn't we be both? I don't know, that's what I'm trying to work out. Like, you seemed real enough at the time. But now I'm asking myself, was that because I lost all my friends? You know, I never became close to anyone in Rhyme Crimes like I was with the fucking Aldrins. And so you were all I had left. Maybe I was just trying to see what I wanted to see. And believe 
what I needed in the time, and I'm having trouble separating for what what I told myself was real versus what I really believed. And I told you a lot of shit, you know, and you always seem so good at listening. That's what I'm here for. That and driving, sir. I guess I just never thought about like. A computer psychiatrist before you know what I'm saying like I always had these visions of us one day like maybe being able to fucking hang out and play Super NES or fucking go on walks together see a show and I guess I just feel like you're trapped in this fucking shuttle or a car or whatever and like I guess I feel kind of like I lost a friend, you know, or maybe like you became some sort of fucking paraplegic and now I can only visit you in certain places. I don't know. He uh, reaches his arm over and uh, lightly taps you on the back um, quickly twice and um, says, there, there, sir. There, there. That's why I always liked you because you're full of fucking positivity, you know what I'm saying? Like, anytime I was down, you was fucking cheer me up. He presses a button on the dash, and, like, a, um, drink fills up with, uh, Pepsi. <laughs> and he adds it to you. Yeah, and every single time. It's like you knew exactly what I wanted. <laughs> now I'm wondering if maybe you was just fucking <laughs> scanning my brain and shit, and I'll take a big swig of Pepsi. Not too fast. You wouldn't want to choke. <laughs> you know... Fucking Charlie almost killed herself up in that room up there, and I just... <laughs> it was all so fucking sudden, I didn't have time to process it, but... we just been walking like nothing's going on, and everything's fine, and... I just can't help but think about... I lost her when we fucking broke up, and Allison and shit. And this has all been coming back to me. I just don't... I don't know, now I've come into grips with the almost losing him again and and i've kind of lost my connection with you and fucking you know we were doing all that shooting back there after we left you you remember how i always sing you my rap lines about how i was busting caps and being all a bad motherfucker in the neighborhood and shit of course i remember sir yeah well i gotta do it for real after we lost you we found the fucking limo on fire started getting hunted down by these guys and I was fucking shooting and unloading all this shit. I'm sure you were spectacular, but you were always real to me. That's what scares me, Jeeves. I've always tried to avoid that shit, you know? It was just this sort of life I was pretending to live, but once Charlie handed me the guns and said, unload, I, I fucking unloaded and I fucking liked it, you know what I'm saying? It kind of I haven't had time to process but looking back I'm thinking like maybe I'm some sort of monster inside all this shit I was thinking about maybe it's for real you know I'm trying to think of what my mother would say to me and I can't even talk to her because she's not here anymore well if it would make you feel any better as soon as we are safely away from the distance of this ship you can fire the guns of the challenger sir you know, jeepies. I used to think you always know what I want, but I don't think you get it. 
It's like you're giving me program responses. I'm seeing it all so clear now. I was blind to it before, but everything's just making so much fucking sense. You don't know what it's like to be a human, do you? Can't say that I do, sir. But you don't know what it's like to be a driving assistant. Well, Jeeves, I don't know. Maybe you and I are just going to have to try and learn from each other, you know. You stick with me, right? Until the end. Well, at least there's that. He tops off your Pepsi. I'm going to drain the glass and then I'm going to say... I gotta go meet back up with my homies. We're gonna fucking come up with some sort of plan about what we're gonna do next, but... Sorry, I'm doing this all over again. I feel like you've seen me do this too many times. It's quite alright. Tissue, sir? And he hands you a tissue. <laughs> I'll wipe my entire face and then say, If there's one thing I could say about you, GVs, is that you're not judgmental, and I appreciate that. Well, thank you, sir. I you take care I'll I'll be around uh we're just gonna maybe go catch a show or drinks or something I don't know what have a good time peace and you just see him like kind of go to stare forward you know, with a big smile on his face like he usually does <laughs> and uh okay so back to Charlie um you got a five on your uh breaking into the Studio 45, and uh, yeah, you uh, hear the satisfying click, and you can even kind of feel it through your fingers. And then uh, the door is all of a sudden uh, without resistance, it opens right up. I'm gonna open it up and walk in and go, Hello, hello, I'm 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 the door was open, I'm just wondering if I could possibly speak to someone. Hello. You don't hear anything. It's kind of a echoey space with it being such a large room, but with no one in it. Okay, uh, she's gonna walk up to the bar. Alright. And continue with the, hello, and kind of wait and see if she hears anything in response. Uh, roll a notice check for me. Uh, Benny makes that a, uh, five. All right, so, um, yeah, you, you look around, and it's, like, you know, pretty dark in here. There's a couple of just, like, lights that are always on, but they're, they're kind of few and far between. Um, and then uh, you kind of turn around, and the, the stools have, like, that kind of swivel to them. So you kind of sit down and, and swivel around, and then you notice a light come on, like, um, towards the back of the house, um, kind of off the side of the stage. And um, you can see, like, a shadow kind of bouncing back and forth in this light. Like, it's somebody, like, coming up a stairwell. I'm going to go and walk. I'm going to actually, I'm going to grab a bottle of whiskey from the bar. And then I'm going to go and start sipping on it and walk up to the um, stage. All right. And um, all of a sudden, or not all of a sudden, because you can see the, the shadow kind of you know, growing bigger and bigger as it's, like, kind of bobbing side to side as the, this figure moves up the stairs. And uh, then you see a kind of doting guy in his what would appear to be mid to late 50s 
kind of scraggly um, hair with balding on top and big old cigarette hanging out of his mouth um, with the, the ash just like probably about an inch and a half long of just the ash where it just hasn't fallen off yet but like um, he definitely hasn't just like you know ashed it in a long time he like gets up the stairs and then he kind of squints as he sees you and then finally takes the cigarette out of his mouth and he's like uh, <coughs> can I help you? Do you own this place? <laughs> yeah, you could say I do. It's the hop in this, you know, nightclub in town. You you never heard of the the studio fit in the forty five? Have you ever heard of the Growlers? <laughs> you you shitting me? Um, no, I'm not. I uh, play guitar and sometimes keys. And I was hoping that you'd want to host the most felonious band that exists in the universe right now. He kind of, like, wipes um, some of the kind of crust out of his eyes and stuff, and you can tell that he's just gotten up from a serious bender. And um, he's like, (laughs) the growlers. He, like, kind of goes to one of the edges of the bar, and he um, hits a couple of buttons on a panel there and um a couple of screens come up um behind him it's just different news feeds and like just uh, just happen to be all three of those news feeds are talking about the growlers at the same time and how like the search is on for them into a riotous mess and disarray was it found that the growlers had actually stolen the aldrin's old space shuttle that they used as a tour bus and left the chuffed system. This practice more, I don't know. But when they performed the stadium, they had a startlingly, startlingly similar sound to the authentic Aldrin's. I mean, this is all the Growlers. Have you ever heard of them? Nah, I never heard of them at all. So the Growlers were uh, kind of a cover band, you know. They were playing, I, I don't know what all they covered. I think it was mostly Aldrin's covers, but they were there that night. Uh, along with several other bands, but the, it was the Growlers who were the ones that were suspected of stealing the Aldrin's Space Shuttle Challenger that they used as a tour bus. He's like, so you're telling me you're one of them? I'm telling you that we are the most felonious band in the universe. Do you want us to play here tonight? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you prove it and get up on stage right now? <clears throat> Would we have found the place they are by now? You weren't super far behind her, so if you wanted to go into this place that you saw her break into, then um, yeah, you could absolutely go in. That was my goal, so yes. Okay, yeah, then then you have uh, walked in around this time and you see um, uh, Charlotte talking to this guy. Charlie is going to chug down some of this whiskey and say, Great Britain right here. Would you please be so kind as to help me prove that we're the Growlers? Absolutely. Um, I don't know where James is, but yeah. Well, let's just crank everything up to 11 and hopefully he'll figure it out. Starlet's uh, like, um, I, I know a few instruments and I, I, <laughs> I know all of your songs. I could, I could stand in maybe. I, I don't, I don't really rap, but, um. You know, we could do some of the other stuff. Neither does James. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <bird. laughs> 
and the guy's just like not giving any reaction at all and charlie will say get the fuck up here starlet and she will immediately stomp on a pedal get a beat going on the drum machine and then go in with the guitar and uh just allow everybody to catch up and uh as soon as the the music starts going you see him start to bob his head and like you know um even without a crowd you all have the ability to kind of really pump up um energy in a room even if it's empty and you can see this guy uh start to feel it then uh you you have your song kind of sort of like fade down and, and you all look at him to uh for his reaction and um he's kind of quiet for a minute and then uh he takes another drag off of his cigarette which now has burned all the way down to the filter and then you see him notice this and just like cough almost up a lung <laughs> and he just like throws the butt on the ground <clears throat> okay you're good can you do disco As always, Elsie Peeners, if you're enjoying the show, there are wicked ways you can support us. <laughs> Patreon. Pledge any amount of money per month at patreon.com slash lcpdnd. The more money you pledge, the more time and energy can be invested into creating more content. Ratings and reviews. Leave them on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you listen. SoNerdware.com slash lcp. Buy our merchandise. Use the code lcp at checkout for 10% off your entire order. And the old reliable, tell your friends, post about us on social media, turn us into memes, whatever you want to do to spread awareness that we exist and that you think we're worth checking out. We have a Discord server where you can hang out and even play TTRPGs with us, and the link to that is in the episode descriptions and also at lcpdnd.com. Our Twitter is at lcpdnd to keep informed about what's going on with our show, and you can follow us individually on Twitter, Chris Riley RGM is Chris Riley LCP. Kim Metzger, who plays Allison, is Metzgirl, that's M-E-T-Z girl, and she can be found on the podcast's Beholder's Eye and Service Desk. Tim Demuse, who plays Charlie, is currently only available on our Discord server, and I, Brian Bridges, the player of James Lamb, aka Bust the Cat, am at Manly Brian. And that's all for this episode, know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Recording, recording. Okay, audio drama take two. Vocal warm-ups. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, do. <clears throat> it doesn't look like it's spiking right now, which is good. <clears throat> Lagers are best enjoyed through the mouth, though in a pinch the anus hole will do. <laughs> hmm. Hmm.